want to listen and connect, the Broccoli Community Church podcast. We're a group of Christians who meet in South East London and try to live in a way that reflects the love and teaching of Jesus. We hope that as you listen to this talk, it will help you to connect with God. And if you want to find out more about us and what we believe, head over to www.broccolichurch.london. Thanks for listening. Another activity um, that for you, um, could somebody give out these uh, so that everyone's got a piece of paper, please? Um, and then we're going to finish off with some, some prayer. This is kind of going to lead us into praying for each other. So this, um, this whole thing, I suppose, the Sermon on the Mount, is very much about Jesus taking people to one side and saying, look, this is, um, this is how... My kingdom works. This is, this is what kingdom behavior is all about. If you're going to be with me, this is what life is going to be like. And underneath all of it, I think, is that um, message from Jesus that actually you're going to have to trust me with this because this isn't how you normally do things. This is a very different approach to life. And this, is, uh, this, is, this isn't... Um, something that necessarily will come natural to you. So it's all about trusting him. Now, I was um, this uh, when Joe did her thing uh, a couple of weeks ago, Joe Ratcliffe about uh, about worry and do not worry. The whole thing was was about, and it just got me thinking about um, my in my job doing doing uh, risk assessments is very much a part of how life works, really. Um, and uh, the thing about risk assessments, I don't know if you've ever done a risk assessment, but you kind of have to imagine the worst possible scenarios that might, might happen. And I, I hate doing it because it doesn't come naturally to me. So you sit there thinking, you know, got this event coming up. What's, what really bad things could happen? And what can we, you know, how can we make sure that they don't happen? And it got me thinking really just about how I think that there's, there's a bit of... And don't get me wrong, risk assessments are important, of course, in certain situations. Um, so I'm not saying go to work and don't do them. Um, you know, if you're... Well, one of my things is Blackheath fireworks. So you can imagine... Um, you've, got, if you've, got to, you've got to look at the risk of people walking onto the firing zone, you know, going through the cordons and onto the firing zone, which did happen last year. Um, so you, and you've got to plan for that, that kind of thing. So I'm not saying... Risk assessments are the wrong thing. But I think there's a bit of a culture of... In our, in our culture, there's a bit of a culture of you kind of constantly doing a risk assessment in your head. And I think that's... It just Joe's talk made me um, just think about that a bit more. And I was... What I thought would be we could try and do this morning is to think about... Well, when Alex and I talked about it... Um, Alex called it a, a reverse risk assessment, um, and I think it's what um, what I want us to do is just to try and think about what are the things that we find that bother us, things that worry us, things that we carry around with us, and rather than doing that risk assessment in your head, doing a a kind of heavenly assessment of of those things. So what I would like you to do. Let's see how this works, and um, if it doesn't work for you, then that's, that's fine. But on your sheet of paper, 
I would like you to uh, make, create three columns. So put two lines. So you've got three columns. And um, you might not want to open up your deepest worries on this piece of paper because I'm going to ask you to share some of it with... Uh, you, you may want to do that. That's fine. I don't want to put any boundaries around what you put on it, but I just want to let you know I'm going to encourage you to share this in a small group um, in a few minutes. Um, so on the, to on the first column... I want you to, that column's called uh, worries. Worries. Or what I think Joe called worries from her accent. She did, didn't she? I'm not sure where that comes What's the, yeah, yes. So, but I like to call worries. Um, on the second column, I want you to just to write prayer um, and um, uh, so in the first column, I'm going to ask you to write down something that is, or maybe could be two or three things that you kind of carry around with you as a worry. And then I want you to, uh, and in that prayer column, I want you to write down what's your prayer for that worry. What is it that you're talking to God about when you, uh, when you, when you pray? And then in the, this third column, um, I'm, I'm calling, what do I put? Heavenly assurance um, in that, because... Sometimes when you do risk assessments, there's you know, all sorts of stuff about assurance. Um, but let's call that heavenly assurance. And this is something that I think we could probably do in the group. Well, the, when I was, um, the church I grew up in, or it, this was kind of an era in church life, I suppose, there, was, um, there, were, there, there used to be these things called promise boxes. And um, but it, they, they've been um, much maligned in my, in my view, because I think they do have a... Uh, a role to play. The idea was that if you were feeling particularly, I don't know, bothered or depressed or not feeling in a great way, you'd go to the promise box and they'd have these little rolled up pieces of paper in there that were a verse from the Bible. You take it out and read it and, you know, the idea was it would kind of help to raise your spirits. And, um, and I understand the concern about those things that, you know, you're taking verses out of context and all of that. But I think there are some fantastic verses in the Bible that you can, they work if you take out of context. So if you take a verse like, you know, Jesus' promise when he said, um, look, I'm going to be with you always till the ends of the earth. That's, you know, you could say, well, just taking that verse out of context, you need to know what it was all about. But actually that verse, I think, is something that stands taken out of context, and that's, that's fine. I think that there are lots of verses like that. Um, you know, think about uh, Romans 10. Romans 10? Do I mean Romans 10? The, um, yeah, no, nothing can separate us from, from the love of God. I think things like that you can, you can take. So what the point, I'm, I'm, I'm um, taking too long over this, but the point is that third column, in, you, you may have something that you can write there that is kind of a, an assurance from God that works alongside that worry. But if you haven't, then in your, in your group, um, let's help each other to, to do, do some of that, okay? So does that make sense? You kind of got the hang of what I'm saying. Um, so just take a few minutes to write some things down. I've got a song that I wanted to play, spurred on by Esme's funeral and the old hymns that, that we had. I've got one here for you to listen to while you're writing and then we're going to do some sharing and praying
Okay, is that long enough to do your writing down? We can leave that playing in the background quietly. So um, what I would like us to do is to get into groups of maybe three or four or five, whatever works for you, and just spend a little bit of time praying for each other. We haven't got lots of time, but maybe take, well, just as a guideline, let's say 10 minutes um, to pray and share what you feel able to share. And um, as a group... You know, if you've got a verse from the Bible or something that you feel God is saying, then um, then the person can write that down on their piece of paper. So, off you go. Thanks for listening. Whatever you're doing, just take a moment and reflect on what you've heard and ask God to show you something to take away from it to help you follow him. And if you're ever in the area on a Sunday, you're really welcome to come and join us from 10.30 at Beecroft Garden School. <laughs>